Hi, everybody. So, um, I'm by myself in my car, um, outside of piano lessons because Dee is otherwise occupied and I'm sad. But here I am. It's beautiful. I am enjoying the weather. Um, kind of on the edge of my seat, of course, because we're waiting to see who our president's going to be. So, so praying over that and breathing deep. So, um, I invite you all to continue praying over that too, as we wait to hear results. But I'm here to talk with you today about organization. So, hoping to have some of But um, she's not here, so I'm just going to issue my thoughts, and if anybody else has something that they would like to um, add to the conversation about organization, I welcome you to please post your comments below and share with others how you organize your homeschool. So there's different ways, um, different parts of homeschooling that need to be organized, right? You have your daily schedule. Your academic schedule, your household chores schedule, just, um, you know, just your life, family schedule. So there's all these different parts to consider and think about. So um, it can be overwhelming. It can certainly be overwhelming to be considering all these areas. But um, if we take time and think about each of them or use a calendar, everything can be straightened out. So here, here we go. There's all organized. You can be loose and just kind of go by the seat of your pants, loosey-goosey, or you can have everything scheduled down to the minute, and um, then if you get behind, it's really stressful, so I don't suggest that one, and I don't, I couldn't go with no plan at all, so I'd want to go with something in between. So anyway, what's really helpful for me is calendar, uh, to-do lists, definitely planning ahead, the diff different ways you can plan ahead. Um... And have stuff written down. Because I don't know about you, definitely the older I get, the less my brain retains. So there's so much. And I have a theory on that. Because like little kids remember so much. But my theory is that their brain has so much less information in it. <laughs> Since we've been through school, many years of school, and so many experiences, and Bible study learning, and different things that we've done and put in our heads. There's so much information in our heads that we have to like let some of it go. Um, and some of it just doesn't stay, so that's why I do to-do lists and write things down. But anyway, that was a side note. Um, also, um, if you're less concerned about having a, a really tight schedule but don't want to forget certain things, that's re really good to have a to-do list or maybe a little calendar to jot some notes on for the day. So um, anyway, let's go into the different areas that we have to do some planning for. So uh, there's your daily plan. So your daily plan is we're talking about... Um, when to do school, when to do chores, when to do the Bible lesson, when to do showers, when to do meals, like this type of thing. So obviously that just takes a little bit of looking at like, when do you like to eat or when does it work for you? Like when people come home from work or how does that work? So obviously there's those times and then you look at what else is happening in your day and where do things fit the best? And another thing to keep in mind is when do your kids learn the best? I have certain kids that they are up bright and early every day they get started right away they're good to go sorry that's my phone talking to me and um they are just you know ready to roll but i have others that they sleep like to sleep in and they do better when they do school later so there's some flexibility there if you're doing a lot of individual work then they can do it whenever they want if you do read allowance then you have to think about that a little bit more so 
some families that did their chores in the morning. The chores were done, um, and then they can jump into school when they were ready. For me, like my my family's chores involve like doing uh, dishes and sweeping floors and stuff. And generally, the dishes are done first thing in the morning, and the floors have been swept the night before, so there's no reason to do those things first thing. So our chores actually generally come later in the afternoon, or even in the evening. Okay, so it just it it matters the way your family likes to do it. And we like to do Bible lessons. We do Bible lessons first thing at breakfast time. Uh, and my husband always likes to do them in the evening when he's putting kids to sleep. So, but you, you put that in where it works for you and showers too. My kids just shower whenever throughout the day, but some people like that evening shower right before you go to bed, get the kids all wound down. It's your habit. And that's great too. So just keep all those things in mind and they might shift and change. Okay. So the movie was paused. The video was paused. So now I got out of my car and got closer to where the Wi-Fi is. So I'm sorry for the pause there, everybody. So here we are. So I'm just going to like walk out here in the, in the yard. So that was the daily plan. So um, what fits your schedule? Well, I was talking about that. You might also have naps. I don't have naps in my house anymore because my kids are older, but some families do, still do. And when I did have naps, I always planned for um, read-alouds then, actually. So, but some people would rather do their individual work with their kids when the little ones are sleeping because it's easier to like nurse the baby while you're reading. However it works for you, you really just have to consider how you handle everything that you're doing the best. I did used to nurse babies a lot and do school. That happened a lot for me. That was just a part of life. Um, also, if you have appointments, have standing appointments that happen all the time and they need to work around those. So, you, you know, where do these happen? And if you can get those appointments at the same time each day, that really helps because younger children especially really thrive on schedule. Um, they just do better with predictability. Uh, they do better if they know what's coming. So if this always happens at this particular time of day, it's really helpful for, for really young ones. And as kids get older, they can older they can generally adjust to that. But I just feel for me too, I, I feel it, there's almost a comfort in that that common routine that, that you always have. So like if you have appointments, just see if you can get them always scheduled at the same day of the week or the same particular time if that's possible because that could really help with how the flow of your day and, and how you how organized you feel. Um, recurring events, like if you have co-op that happens every week or piano lessons, I'm at piano lessons right now, it happens every week. Uh, field trips, okay, Friday is field trip day. We always do field trips and it's always on Friday. Uh, if you can do things like that to organize your week, that really helps too because there's an expectation on that particular day. Everybody can work towards that expectation and and it just helps the flow. It helps you feel more organized and, and comfortable with your day and with your schedule. Now, some things pop up and I understand that, but for the most part, if you can do something that's more regular, that would be better. I'm trying to be like, my face is spotty and sometimes it's dark, so this is kind of weird. But um all right, so uh, like I said before, paper calendar is really, really helpful to keep track of everything. And you know what I have? I have what I call my shelf. It's the mom shelf. And there's a, a little desk shelf thing right inside our door. And it's mine. No one else is allowed to have anything on it. Um, I have my calendar there. I have my magazines there. Or And what I do, what I use that space for, and I do have another storage area that's kind of a mess, but that particular shelf right inside the door where I can see it all the time is kind of like my immediate attention to do area. So say like I had a stack of 
uh, letter the other day that I had to get to the post office. Um, that's where they go because I see them there and I'm like, I've got to get that stuff to the post office. So you see it and you know, it's got to be done. Now, if you have like a long-term thing, it's probably not the best place to store it, but, um, a short-term thing that really needs your attention so you don't forget. You can put that right there on your shelf with your calendar. You can check your to-do list there. That is really helpful for organization too. I have found that to be really excellent. And too, like with my kids, like if they have a paper I need to correct and I keep forgetting to correct it, I say, hey, go put it on my shelf. Because if it's on my shelf right inside the door, I walk past it constantly and I'm always looking there. So I will see it and go, oh yeah, I got to correct that paper. So... Um, that is another excellent, excellent tool for organization. Okay, so organize, organizing your day as far as where you're going to do it. Uh, homeschooling, I mean, it can happen anywhere. Give me some ideas out there, moms. I mean, we use our whole house. I have some kids who do school in their bedroom, some who do it in the living room. We have a homeschool room, quote, unquote, that kind of stores all of our books and stuff. Uh, some people work in that, that room. There is a computer there. So there's kids who do their computer work there. It's a common area where everybody is around. Very wise for computer use. If you don't do that, I highly suggest you put your computer in a high traffic area. Um, but my kids go all over. Um, they even go outside when it's nice and they went fresh air. My one son has a hammock. He'll take his reading out and outside and read in the hammock. Uh, so... Um, if it helps you to feel organized to have a certain space that you do your homeschooling in, that's great. I, when I work with kids, like in the, what I call individual work with mom is in the kitchen. Always. It's always in the kitchen. If you got to work with mom, you come to the kitchen. Um, the other individual work they can do wherever they want. I don't care. But for me having things organized, it helps for me. I'm always in that one spot unless something weird is going on and I got to be somewhere else. Um, so, and, um, I also have like, I have bags, like every kid has bag. We have like 31 bags, those square ones. We have the 31 bags that are square and they have, um, I have my read aloud books in one. My one son has all of his books in them and, uh, they could just grab the bag and take it wherever they want. And that helps them to organize their books there. I also have a bookshelf. And on that bookshelf, there's a certain spot in the bookshelf that belongs to each kid. Uh, so if their stuff doesn't fit in the bag, they can use the bookshelf too. So they know that if it's not in the bag, it's on the shelf. And that really helps. Now, I said I have a bag for my read-alouds. That's just the current read-alouds that I'm using. It's about five or six books. The rest of the read-alouds I actually have up in my bedroom on a bookshelf. And I swap them out when I need them. So I, I mean, homeschoolers, you know, you have a million bookshelves, a million books. They're all over that. They're all over my house. Um, so I know some people that have a special room somewhere where they hide all of their books and you don't see them in their living space. I have not been able to achieve that because I have too many and I don't have a big library space attached to my house. So, um, some people just homeschooling is a way of life. So it's your decor. You know, that's part of your organization. You just put this room is our bookshelf room and it's full of books and that's great. It's a great way to organize. I have, like for me, I use sunlight and each shelf on my one shelf is a year. So you got kindergarten, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, the whole way up to sixth grade and all the books for that particular year are on that one shelf. And then I have three other shelves for junior high and ninth grade. So, um, 
I've organized my books in that way, but then I have other bookshelves that have just readers, just whatever. They're not with a curriculum. They're just there for you to read whenever you want. Um, and I have tons of bookshelves like that. We have a whole set of YWAM books, so I have them on a, all together, alphabetized on a, on a particular shelf. and They know where they are, and they go and grab them. I even have the old Childcraft books. I don't know if you guys remember Childcraft. It was like way back in the 70s and 80s. I have a whole set for when I was growing up, and the kids like to look at those. So um, you can organize what goes where on your shelves. You know, the paper supplies go in this particular spot, and they always know where to go to get those things. Um, bins. Bins is something I'm going to talk about next. So so as far as your house, you can hide your books in a room. If you have a room to put on the side, like a den or something, that you can make a library that's not in your main living space. So you don't have to see all your school stuff everywhere else in your house. That's great. But if you don't, it's okay. It's okay. It's your lifestyle. And just make it part of your um decor I mean that's my house my house is a comfortable house you feel comfortable when you come to my house <laughs> it's just books and stuff all over so um other organization tools that are really great bins shelves bags tubs closets um I've talked about the 31 bags that I use for my kids I know a lot of people who have like those little they have them in our in our um in our toddler room in our nursery at church they had little bins and their color like blue and yellow and red and they put the toys in it well that would be a great thing too like i said i have millions of shelves closets if you can have like a like a nice big walk-in closet that's all full of books who needs clothes in one of those walk-in closets just put your books in there you can have your own little library that's a great idea so um you can have a homeschool closet um i do have tubs that, that are full of art supplies uh, so I ha and I label them. I'm a little label maker and put a label on it. So this is all the painting supplies. This is all the, you know, I have one labeled kits. And what that means is like if you get a kit for doing something, you know, like a, like those little stitching kits or a, a necklace making kit or something like that, you throw the kit type stuff in there. And then if you know if you're looking for something that's in a kit, you would go to that bin. Or I have just all kinds of stuff like that. You can label your bins and put them. I have those in the basement. You can put those anywhere. Um, one of the things I think would be great if you have a situation where your kids all share their art supplies, markers, crayons, pencils, things like that. Those shelves that I told you about, those bins, the color-coded bins, you could just throw all the markers in there and they can grab them when they need them. And those those particular color-coded bins, you can pull the bins out of the shelf and take them where you want them and then put it back. So that would be a really great tool if you don't need um, individual bags for co-op. Now, for us, we always went to co-op and everybody needed their own set of crayons and stuff. So I ended up getting everybody pencil boxes and pencil bags and stuff like that. And they each had their own markers and their own colored pencils and their own crayons and their own pencils and their own erasers and their own glue and their own scissors. So everybody had their own stuff, which that ended up going in their school bag. But if you don't have a co-op and you're just working at home, maybe having one of those shelfy things with all the separate bins in it and just, you know, throw it the different type of art supply, you know, scissors in one, pencils in the other. Uh, crayons in one that would be great that would be a great way and then everybody could share and you wouldn't need 500 sets of all the different types of of art supply so um oh let's see what else do i have in here i talked about all that stuff Oops, this is so long sign my paper okay so so academics so organizing your academics what i do i have a schedule page for each child i have a read aloud schedule page which i call the group page i have a separate schedule page for each 
child. And then I put that in my logbook for my evaluator. And then each child can go through and check off what they do. Now, for my older kids, I just have the subject listed and a square for each day. I don't even write down what work they're supposed to do because, frankly, they figure it out on their own. They have classes outside the home. They have um, classes for me, but they know what's expected every single day. You know, like one sheet a day, you know, math, page A today, page B tomorrow, test on Thursday, that kind of a thing. So um, they just put a check mark in each box remind themselves to do it. They know what's expected of them. Now for the little ones, I actually do write out what I do every single day in every single box. Okay, we're going to do page this in spelling. We're going to do page that in vocabulary just to keep track. And then if they're doing individual work, um, they can do it on their own and they know what to do. They know, know where to go to look for it and they can look it up on their own. That's to teach independence. That's a great way to organize. I do have one three-ring binder that holds all the schedule pages, and I separate them by the the little um, tab sheets. So, you know, my oldest has his, and then the next. So all five kids are in one notebook, and you just flip to the area and find your sheet, and you can check off what you need to do. That's how I organize our to-do. You can have everybody in one book or however you want to handle it. It depends what you have. I have five kids ranging from a junior in high school to a kindergartner. So having everybody on one sheet really didn't work for me anymore. So I gave everybody their own individual sheet. So that's one way to organize your academics. Um, Like for my older kids, I give them a general list of what needs done for the week. They figure out when to do it. I don't organize that for them. They organize it on their own. It teaches independence. And then the little ones, I have everything scheduled out to the day. As they get older, I loosen that up. Like my, my sixth grade and eighth grade girls, I'm like, you know your assignments for co-op. Here it is. You figure it out. You get it done. And then the teachers tell me if they fall behind. So it's a great way for them to learn how to manage their own schedule. Um, I talked about art supplies and family life. Meal plans, Mom. Do meal plans. It's a great way to organize. It, it simplifies your life. If you have older kids that really like to cook or make lunch make breakfast, assign someone to do it. If you have a meal that's really easy to put together, have your kid make the meal. You know, or teach them the chores and they can take care of it. And then you are free to deal with grading papers or helping the baby or whatever else, meeting, whatever it is that you have going on. Get your kids involved in family life. It's so important and it will help your organization. But that meal plan is so helpful. And then when you go to the store, you don't have to go, uh, what should I get? You have a list. You know what you can do. Or I know people who go to discount stores and they buy whatever's on sale and then they make their meal plan based on what they could get at the store. So either way is a great thing to do. Um, so if you take the time to plan, it's really going to help you out. It helps to organize your day. And sometimes the plan doesn't work and you got to break your plan. That happened to me last week. And then I just caught up this week or I, or I just picked it up. I, I want to say picked it up. I didn't catch up. I just picked it up where I left off last week and we moved forward. So it's okay if you can't keep the schedule that you made. Just just go with it because life happens. And sometimes once you've made a schedule, you discover that, you know what, this this style that I've come up with is not working. So I need to come up with something different. So um, experiment. See what happens with you. See what works for you. And maybe you organize things in your home and then you go, oh. I don't like the way this is working out. I need something different. Give it a try. Have a two days off to, hey, guys, we're going to rearrange the house and and think outside the box on how you can work to organize your home. But um, 
I hope this is, this helps you. I hope that um, making a plan and a schedule um, and organizing so you know where everything is helps the flow to go better for your for your homeschool. And you know, spontaneity is great too. Uh, we do spontaneity for for surprises. We we aren't spontaneous all the time because I think that would feel a little bit too like ah, for our family. So. Go with what works for you guys, and I hope that was some some helpful organizational tips. I miss Dee. It's always more interesting when she talks about it with me, but I'm glad you were here with me today, and if you have anything to offer to help us, I would love for you to um, do that. Please comment below and share how you organize your homeschool, how you organize your life to help you manage what you're doing here with homeschool. And, and, and new moms out there and old moms, remember, homeschool... If it takes your whole day, it's fine. It's your time with your child. It's your time to disciple them. It's your time to grow together and build relationship. And what better way to spend your day than to do that? If you take a lot of breaks because no one can focus and you just kind of do a little bit here and a little bit there and it does take you all day long, it's okay because you're building a relationship. So enjoy that time with your little one. Get outside and enjoy this gorgeous day. And I will be back with you next week, hopefully with Dee. And I'm glad you tuned in. Thanks, guys. Bye.